Hello, and welcome to Christine Means Business. I am Christine Hansen, and I help entrepreneurs take their business online or optimize it and become successful as quickly and efficiently as possible with integrity and elegance. This is for you if you're just starting out and you want to get super great tips that work, or if you've been doing this for quite a while, but it's just not translating financially, or it's for you if you have made it, if you're an entrepreneur at level 2.0 and you are starting to expand, creating a team, streamlining, and so forth. I'm really excited to share tips that helped me on my journey, to share my friends with you who are all successful entrepreneurs and who will also share their wisdom. You will have weekly episodes where we will do all of that. So feel free to subscribe wherever you're listening this to and enjoy what we're going to share with you next. Hello, everyone, and welcome to this brand new episode of Christine Means Business. And today is one of my favorite things to do because I get to interview someone awesome for this episode. And this is a person who I know personally because I've hired her in the past, so I can definitely vouch for her. Otherwise, I wouldn't introduce her to you guys. And oh, she's just fun, and she's a star, and she's five stars all, all the way. So I'm talking about Seema K, which I'm going to say because it's here. Seema K Bhavani is a course experience designer and the founder of contentbyseema.com. She helps time-starved entrepreneurs create online courses and learning materials that create massive impact for their clients quickly. We do like that. She spent over 14 years in the learning and development industry and has worked with Fortune 100 and 500 companies like Nestle, IBM, the World Bank, and United Health Group, best-selling authors and motivational speakers like Nicole Nichols, Melissa Hughes, and Ron Mal. Malhotra. Jeez, this is a tongue twister. And seven-figure entrepreneurs like Bushra Azar, helping them create courses and learning materials that get real results for their business and their clients. With a wave of her magic marker, she'll help you get all of those ideas out of your head and out into the world and turn your knowledge and experience into programs, content, and courses that you can use to grow your audience, your income, and your impact. She's the author of a book on the law of attraction, an international speaker and guest faculty in one of the internet's best-selling and most successful courses on launching your next big thing. She's a fan of Elvis, Star Trek, Harry Potter, and Suits, and is a total self-development junkie. She loves post-it notes and traveling, especially travel hacking, and is a self-proclaimed travel junkie. She's never met a country she didn't want to visit, but seeing the Northern Lights in Norway is the next, next big thing on her bucket list. Well... Sign me up for that one. <laughs> you know, when travel starts again. <laughs> I know. I'm very confident. Right now we are end of July, nearly August. And I'm just, um, as of next year, I'm organizing travel experiences for entrepreneurs. And I'm actually starting to invite people now because I just know by next year, April, it will be fine. My heart just know it will be okay. We'll get over this. It will be fine. You know, I have all my positive mojo flying into the universe right now. 
<laughs> but my wanderlust is killing me. <laughs> it totally is. Tell me about it. <laughs> oh God. So Sima, here's the thing. A lot of coaches that I know are starting and one of the first things they want to create is a course. And usually what I do tell them is, well, first of all, I always crunch their numbers because they have no clue how much they actually need to make in order to cover their bills, their expenses and their lifestyle. So we do that first. And then I always, always insist that you actually have enough or at least have a program that will cover all your bills, even if you only fill one spot a month, which would be the VIP option, and that you can be certain to actually make a regular income with one-on-one clients first until there's a right time to launch a course. Now, theoretically, I always used to say that you do, you don't need a huge, massive, five gazillion thousand people email list, but <laughs> it can also not just be your mom and your best friend, right? So that's what I want to talk to you about. So today I would love to cover when is actually the right time to create a course, even if you're at the beginning maybe, or if you've been doing this and you kind of haven't moved the needle along for a while, when should you actually do a course? And then of course, how? How do you yes. get that thing on paper, then we can even maybe dig into a little bit how you would suggest to market that course. I mean, typical pitfalls are you spend a year creating a course and then you just, ta-da, you announce it and nobody buys. So I'm sure you've seen that a gazillion times happen too. So those are a couple of questions that I would love to dig into and then we'll see what else we come up with. Sounds great. I'm so excited. (laughs) So let's talk about the beginning. When? When should I launch a course? Let's say either I'm totally new in business or maybe I've been doing business, but it's just not developing as much as I wanted to. Okay. So before even stepping into the one question, I would say, let's take a step back and let Simon Sinek this whole thing and start with why do you want to create a course? Mm -hmm. Um, And I think that will actually give you a better answer as to whether this is the right time for you or not. So I typically think there's a couple of reasons that a coach should look into creating a course. Number one, and this is the wrong reason, so let's get this out of the way right at the beginning, which is that you want to go to bed and you want to wake up to like a zillion PayPal pings and you want money on autopilot and you want to sit on a beat somewhere and drink a pina colada and have that hashtag rich life with online passive income and you don't do any work. So- if but that is I mean, Instagram <laughs> showing me that it's, it's out there, right? <laughs> this is like that, you know, it's like when someone says, oh, I have this friend and this awesome, incredible thing happened to them, but it's not my friend. So I don't really know them directly, but I know it happened. Mm-hmm. You know, someone told me about it. It's exactly the same thing. So yes, there is definitely people that live this lifestyle. And I will say that it is an Instagram lifestyle. And when you peel back the layers, there's a lot of work and blood and sweat and tears, not to mention a lot of Facebook dollars going into living that rich hashtag online passive income life. So if that is a reason for creating a course as a beginner coach or a coach that is still getting all of your ducks in a row, I would say that is not the right time and not the right reason to start creating a course. Now, if you want to create a course because you're like, hey, I'm booked out, 
Yes. which is awesome. Um, and I would love to add a second stream of income because I don't always want to be working or I just have reached capacity and I can't scale. Then that's a really good reason and a really good time to step into that mode of, of course creation. Another reason that you might want to create a course as a coach is if your VIP rate is higher than normal or is just something that Sometimes when you get on the phone with someone and they're like, I love you. I love your energy. I just love everything about you, but I just cannot afford the one-to-one price point. And so when you're on the phone with them, if you, do, when you, ha- if you have a course that does essentially the same thing without that one-to-one um, connection and that ability to coach them and pull them through things, then you're leaving money on the table. So if that is something that you're facing a lot of when you're in the call and they're like, the only objection that they have to working with you is price, then it might be worth it to introduce a course as a secondary option, as a downsell for those people. So mm-hmm. that's a great time to introduce a course as a coach. Um, and then I think the third reason is honestly, when you do have a decent sized list or you have tucked away a little bit of income for yourself or rather profit for yourself where you can take some time to invest in the things that you need to get a course up and running. And of course there, it is possible to go ahead and launch a course on not a lot of money. We can talk about that, but if you want to grow the course and you want to scale the course, you're going to need money to do that. So um, I think that's also one of the reasons that you want to look at is that my audience is just big enough and I'm in that right time to go ahead and launch a course. And I would say that the third reason to create a course is maybe um, that you have something that you're doing from a VIP standpoint and you have this zone of genius thing that you're doing as a coach, but maybe there's something else that you want to share with the world. And uh, I would say that, you know, the best part about being online business owners is that we get to bring all of our interests and passions to the table. So you could bring a course on sleep. You could talk about nutrition. You can talk about um, any of your passions and interests that you think this is something I'd love to get out into the world. I'm not super concerned about how many people buy it right now. My primary motive is not to make money. My primary motive is to just get that thing out of my out of my heart and into the world and let's just see how it goes and treat it like an experiment. So I would say those are if those are your motivators, then this is probably the best time for you to step up and to create a course. I love this. I also love the fact that you're very clear that it takes work and it actually takes financial investment because I find so often you have sales pages for uh, a course to create an online course and it basically says you you need zero dollar you just buy this course and you'll have everything you need in a box you know and it's basically the cheapest way of becoming a millionaire in a way and it's just it's not <laughs> there's, there's so much behind all of this and you've created so many courses you worked with so many people so you actually know yeah. so maybe we could dive into those pitfalls a little bit Um, into, you know, first of all, now we know why we should create the course and just maybe a couple of red, red flags that you've come across or that you, you know, people hired you because those were their stories, you know, in terms of, you know, I decided to launch a course and then X, Y, Z happened. And I'm sure with all your experience, it's a couple of typical saboteurs that you meet over and over again. So maybe let's start with those and then we'll dive into, okay, you're ready. You know what not to do now get started. 
Yeah. I think one of the biggest points when someone comes to me and they're like, I want to create a course and I would say don't, um, <laughs> is when <laughs> I'm really blunt. I can't help that. But I, love that. Um, <laughs> I have people that come to me and they're not sure what they want to create a course on and they haven't put in the time and the energy and the effort to validate a course idea. So they're coming in with like a fluffy idea, but they don't want to take the time to test with an audience, whether this is something people are willing to pay for, whether there's a market for this, do you have competition teaching the same thing? Because competition in courses is amazing. Like competition in school, when you were trying to get first place or second place sucked. Um, but in courses, it's awesome to have competition because you can literally backtrack and hack everything that they do, which is amazing. So I would say that a big red flag is if you come up with a course idea and you're like, hey, I can't think of at least 10 people that I can reach out to and ask about this course, then you probably shouldn't, you know, be doing that particular course idea. Or if you can't find someone else doing the same thing. So I think a lot of times people come in with a not so crystallized course idea. And that is one of like my red flags that this is something you really do have to watch out for. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing that I've seen a lot of entrepreneurs have is that they aren't willing to commit a substantial amount of time to building, selling, and then growing the course. I will say that um, it is probably great to just look at the course as a baby and just take it as the same timeline that you need nine months um, to incubate and grow your course. You need probably about 90 days to come up with the course idea, to design it, to do like your soft initial launch. You probably need another 90 days to figure out your ads and how to just get all of your marketing in place. And then you probably need that, that last trimester or that last 90 days to figure out how to scale it. So yes, you can go faster and you can go further with, you know, help and agencies and a lot of like coaches themselves who can take you there. But I would say just, you know, mentally bookmark nine months and say, Hey, am I willing to commit to nine months to this course or this idea? And if the answer is no, then you're probably not going to have a lot of success with it. So don't come in with like, yeah. And don't come in with like, okay, I have people that come and they're like, so right now I'd like to create a signature course. And then next month I would like to do a membership site. And then the month after that, I'm thinking that I could do, you know, a live group program. <laughs> and that's uh, amazing. You're an ideas person. I get it. That's yeah. awesome. I love that. I am too, but you just have to pick and commit. Um, you just, you know, it's kind of like, it's kind of like having a kid. You can't change lanes mm -hmm. once you're pregnant. It's the same thing. You can't like change the baby once it's inside no. you. Same and thing with the course. I think you have to do that. <laughs> exactly. And people just underestimate in general, how long things take. I just know that my client that I worked with now, she was like, okay, I want to do everything in a week. Like I want to have everything done oh in a month. God. I'm super psyched, <laughs> you know, I'm going to take all your masterclasses and then we get everything done, you know? And I'm like, okay, it's been three months. <laughs> and then it's like, we're at step three, you know? So it's like, and it's fine, you know, it's totally fine. And there's no rush, but it's just people underestimate it. So I, it's the first time I've heard someone bl bluntly say, you know, it will probably take you nine months. And I think this is hitting home so hard because if someone would, were to tell me this right now, for me, the answer is a resounding no. You know, it's yeah. just, no, I will not be doing that right now, you know? So, and that's fine. But I think for others, you know, if you're really ready, if you know this is your baby, it will be a resounding yes. So when you're listening, I think you really have to go with your gut right now 
and see what that timeline is triggering inside of you. Because I think it's the first time I've ever heard someone truly honestly say this. I never heard anyone talk about that. I've only heard people talk about how quickly you can do this. You can do this in 30 days. But I love that. No, if you want this to be an integral part of a business, if you really want this to be working for you, it's logical to me. It's like with everything that you have to, you know, have it grow, seed it, growing it. You know, it's just not a one night magic trick. So I love this so much. I think it's much more honest than a lot of other promises sometimes. And, you know, I'm all about integrity and about honesty. So I adore this. Anyway, enough of me. Back to you. And I would say backtrack, you know, if you don't believe me, go and find those people that you follow and that you love and that talk about this instant course machine, automatic um, course machine and scratch the surface of this story. And I will guarantee you that it took them nine months to a year, sometimes even longer to get to the place where a course is generating enough income for them to make that the whole and soul of their business. And so there is no instant millionaire, even if they don't spend nine months on the actual course, they spent nine months building an audience, nine months building partnerships, nine months writing blog posts, nine months out networking. They spent that time doing something that laid that groundwork for them to go in and have that boom, big launch. Yeah, I agree. I love it. I think this is awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Right. So now we have the people who are like, okay, maybe not, but I'll still be listening. Some people will probably have turned everything off by now. Fair enough. <laughs> and then we have some people who are like, yup, this is my jam. I am ready. I have too many clients. I am, you know, leaving money on the table because I have to turn people down. I do have a certain price point because I did the math just as Christine told me to. And uh, so I know that I can't go cheaper. I think this is brilliant. I have my system down. I have a team who's taking care of the day to day. I have enough time to dedicate time into this because I know that in the long run, this is going to make me so much money on its own. So those people, kudos, welcome. So what do we do? <laughs> what is happening? Okay, I'm glad you asked that. And I'm actually going to share with you um, my process that I've never shared anywhere else. So you guys are going to get first dibs on this. Oh my God. Um, <laughs> have to exciting. Yes. Um, so obviously as a coach, especially if you're someone who is successful and Christine would have had you work through some kind of process or system that you take your clients through. So obviously they come in at a point A and then they go out at a point B and there's this process of transformation that you take them on. And I believe um, when you create a course, there's a few ways that you can look at that. So I want you to, and this is my love of post-it notes, I want you to literally put down your transformation on a wall and just put that down from point A to point B. You might have seven, nine, 12 stops. It's all okay. Now, this is where the genius comes in. There's so many things that you can do with a course because the term online course today is so fluid that it's really exciting. So once you have your system created, you can really play with that and have a lot of fun. So the first thing that you can do is the traditional course that we all think of, which is that sequential, it's high ticket, um, you know, we're, we're starting at the same time. We have a Facebook group. There's a bunch of modules. We're going on that journey from point A to B. So that signature program 
that people love. And so you can create that. And it's literally that journey that you're going to document and you're going to turn into modules and you're going to uh, take people through an experience of that. So that's the first thing that you can create. The second thing that you can think about is for each of those points, you can ideate a little bit and say, okay, how can I make this into a membership? So each of those pieces becomes like a little masterclass or, and you can invite guest experts that might add another layer of that. You can go deeper into that. And so you can create like little masterclasses and then you have a membership site instead of a signature program. And as you know, membership site is wonderful because people pay you every month and it's almost like getting a check in the mail um, from an employer, which is awesome. So if you love the idea of having a membership versus like a bigger program, because bigger program, bigger headache sometimes, um, then you could do that system. Another thing that you can do is once you have your system, even with those, you know, once you've got like your point, let's just say you've got point A, you've got point B, and then you've got like the steps one to seven. Under step one, you typically will have maybe four or five steps, right? That's typically how it kind of goes. You've got different key points. You can turn those into standalone courses. You can turn them into mini courses. You can turn them into master classes. Um, so you can pick, okay, in all of this, what's the juiciest? Like, what's the thing that when we get to this, when we're coaching, people are like, this was worth the money. This was worth hiring you for. And if you don't want to make the time commitment of doing a bigger course or doing a membership, then pick the juiciest thing and turn that into a mini course or a masterclass. Right now, tiny offers are trending. So you could turn it into like a self-liquidating funnel, um, which is like a tiny low price program. But you can basically look at that and say, okay, in, you know, like with your program, I know when it comes to sleep, maybe um, vitamins and supplements was something that people were like, oh, I pay so much money for this. Um, this is the best part of the whole experience. Then that's a great idea for a mini course. So you can literally look at your system and be like, hey, what makes the most sense for me right now? Should I do a signature program? Should I do a membership? Is that more fun for me? Is that going to be something that lights me up? Or should I be more niche and should I take a tiny piece and create like a mini course or a masterclass and put that out there, see if I like how the whole course experience goes, see if I like this whole yeah. process of um, launching and creating sales pages and doing webinars. And if yes, then I can commit to something bigger. I love that. I think it's super, super smart to start out with something that doesn't take your whole soul necessarily, <laughs> you know. I know so many people who spend ages, so much on time on the course, and it's just, you know, in the end, it's like, mm, it's just sitting there, you know. And yeah. so I think starting with something like that is genius. And I also have to say, I love the membership idea. Um, I never considered doing that, but I might actually add that to my <laughs> repertoire <laughs> for business coaching because I do like the interaction, you know, with my mastermind, for example, having people ask questions. And it's one of the most important thing that people want access to. They do want the theory, of course, but they do want your bespoke kind of feedback, which you can offer yeah. in a membership. So and I mean, every client that I work with, we develop their method. And that's basically what you're talking about, you know, yes. the method that you're using. Everyone needs to have one because that's the basic, what we're basing our packages on. So it's really easy. And I love that you could even just take one piece and first just try that on for size and then just 
basically decide whether you want to have all the other pillars be added as well, or maybe not, or whether you want yeah. to have, if you want to have the whole thing, you have to join the membership. And the thing that I love the most is that you also suggest having interview partners. I mean, yeah. joint ventures are the most successful things ever if you want to grow your tribe. And you don't know everything. It's just so interesting to have another point of view as well. You know, and also it takes off the pressure, especially if you have yeah. a membership to create something every month. I love our mastermind, but I'm really happy when we have a guest speaker from time <laughs> to time. It's just like, ah, uh, it's a little holiday on the brain, you know? So I think these are golden. Thank you. This is amazing. So let's say we have someone who's like, okay, I think I know what I want to do. So you have your method, you have your pieces, you have it all puzzled down. What you talked about sales pages. I know some people will be like, gulp, help. <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> How do you then, let's say you have someone, they typed it all up. This is what I want to teach. What do we do next? You know, because I know I hired you. I knew exactly what I wanted to do. I needed you your analytical brain, to be honest, because I was yeah. overwhelmed and I needed you to design a quiz that made, made sense, you know, but how there's so many different kind of resources. And I think a lot of people, I mean, both of us, we were in education for a long time, you know, yeah. so we kept up to date with it. But for a lot of people, the last time they had to teach something was when they were at university, most likely or in high school. So what kind, how can you teach a course? How can you make your course be something that people will remember and enjoy? Yeah. Um, I think not a lot of people talk about teaching online, which is definitely something that I want to step into and start talking about more. And I think that's something that's so overlooked. Everybody talks about how to market a course, how to launch a course. A lot of of my peers even talk about designing a great course and experience, but no one really talks about how do you teach and how do you create a fun experience for your learners. And I would say that, um, you know, this, we, we have limited time, so it's hard to like go into like a whole piece on teaching, but I will give you two <laughs> tips. Number one is I would say, think about when you were in school or university, who is your favorite teacher? The one that whose class you couldn't wait to get into. Even if you were someone who hated studying, I guarantee you, you had a teacher that you loved. Um, and whether it was a physical education teacher or it was someone that taught art, but there must have been some teacher that connected with your heart and that had, your, um, had you on an emotional level. So think about that teacher. And then you probably also had a teacher that you ha didn't hate, but probably put you to sleep. Or every time their class came up, you were just like, oh my goodness, how can I sneak in? Like, I remember I had, I rem I'll tell you a story. I was in university and for some reason, my university decided it would be a great idea to have two teachers teach the same subject. And so they split the syllabus down in the middle and one teacher taught half and the other one taught the other half. And for every unit test, it was the exact same subject. It was developmental psychology. I would get 18, 19 on 20 for the teacher that I liked and I had a connection with. And I would get a four or a five with the teacher that just put me to sleep because she literally put me to sleep. I'd be sitting there with like holding toothpicks and keeping my eyes propped up, just trying to stay awake in her class. And then I remember the final you know, unit test that we had, this teacher that I like called me and she was like, this is ridiculous. I'm looking at your marks and I don't understand how is this happening? And I'm like, when I open the book, 
and it's your stuff. I think of you and I think of the way you teach it. And it's super easy for me to like remember and go through it. And then I open the chapter she teaches and I fall asleep and I can't study. And so I want you to think about who's that teacher that did that to you. And what was the contrast between them? What was it that made you connect to the teacher that was incredible? And what was it that put you off with the teacher that put you to sleep or you didn't like, or that just gave you um, the creeps when it came to their subject or their class? And so think about that and make a list for yourself that maybe this teacher was someone that cared about you at a human level. How can you care about your students at a human level? Maybe this teacher was funny. How can you use humor as a tool when you're teaching. Maybe this teacher was someone that always mixed things up. Some, you never knew what you were getting with this teacher. When you came into class, sometimes it was a video, sometimes they'd have you do an activity, sometimes it was like an introspection conversation, sometimes it was sitting with them one-to-one -one and talking to them. Mix things, then you know that you have to mix things up and use variety in your course. Um, were they a teacher that was, was just someone that always made you think big and get excited? Then that is something that you can incorporate into your teaching style. So really dig back into what you resonate with and then use that as part of your teaching style. And then another tip that I have for you, and I'm actually working on a kind of like a free series around this, but is look at a couple of really high ranking fitness trained teachers on YouTube. And see how they are teaching because I guarantee you that they are amazing when it comes to teaching online. And that's why they have like 10, 12, 18 million subscribers. They're doing some amazing things when it comes to being effective um, teachers. And so I think about, that. is it because they're super positive? Are they upbeat? Are they repeating things often? Do they have a framework that they're using in every single video? Um, are, they, are they giving you a tip in every video? Are they sharing like a piece of their lives and that's why you're loving them? So think about that and think about who is it that you're resonating with on YouTube. It could be a yoga person, could be like a cardio person, doesn't matter. Um, and think about what can I use from how they're teaching? How can I sort of lift and shift that into my subject and how I can teach that? I love that. Oh, you're a great teacher, Seema. Thank you. <laughs> no, this is brilliant. I think this is awesome. This is absolutely awesome. And it gives people so much to think about, you know, like before you go into the nitty gritty and all of that jazz. And I mean, Seema knows all about that too. But I think yeah. you have to actually have something that's pretty awesome to be marketed before you actually start doing that. And I think these are the basics. And again, so many people just don't do the basics, whether it is in business in complete, like branding, this is the same thing. It's basically building your foundation first and then all the rest flows in so easily. Because if you do this properly, you will also know what makes you special because you've answered those questions. So you can put that into your sales copy later. So it's nothing is wasted. So when people actually get in touch and they are like, okay, I've listened to this interview. I kind of have an idea. Now, where do you come in? What are the things that you offer to people who have been listening until now because they are, okay, they're in the perfect situation and they really want to do this. How do you assist them? Okay. I'm glad you asked. So I work with people in a couple of different ways. And so of course I do have some do it yourself courses and assets that people can tap into, including things like slide decks and worksheets that make it super easy to create a course by yourself. 
Um, the second level that I love to work with people on is what I call my clarity conversations. And that is where we get on the phone, you might come with an idea, and then we flesh out your outline. And we talk about, okay, here's what the module is going to look like. Here's what your lessons are going to have. Here is the exercise that you can put in here to make it interesting and interactive for your students. If you need to have an assessment or a quiz, here's where you can put this in. And so I find that for a lot of entrepreneurs, that's really all they need. They just need someone to have a conversation with mm -hmm. because conversations bring so much clarity to us as entrepreneurs. So just having another person to go back and forth with just helps them to figure out, okay, this is something that is amazing. And, and it just gives you also that little extra validation that someone who's, you know, seen pretty much every online course <laughs> out there thinks my course is amazing. So now I should yes. go there and, and, and launch it. And there's so many people that come in and I'm like, Hey, launch your course. I love it. I will buy it. Um, and they go out and they create something amazing. So I would say that's another way that I work with people. And then the third way is one of, is the way that we work together, which is that you come with, come to me and you're like, Hey, I don't want to do anything. Um, I just want you, <laughs> I don't want to be involved, um, to a certain, to most, to a very large extent. Um, and I have this idea, I have content in some form. A lot of my, um, customers are authors or they have done maybe a ugly version of a course so they've taught it live or they've it's an it's an ugly betty version so they've done like a live version of it or they've done like a webinar version of it and then they're like hey i'd like to come in and make this beautiful so um i have a client that i'm working with now and she's done i think three rounds of these live courses and they're amazing but she's like okay can't keep teaching a 10-week course live i have other stuff that needs to be done and so now we're going back and we're looking at that life piece and saying, okay, how can we break, you know, these one hour zoom calls into lessons and how do we add the worksheets in here and how do we just make this an, an experience that we can take her out of the equation and she just has to show up for maybe a Q and a call or a support mm -hmm. call. Um, but she doesn't have to be teaching every single week and like locked into that, you know, 90 minute, 120 minutes of teaching time. I love that. That is, that's my jam, you know. <laughs> oh, <I'm> like, <laughs> Seema, do it, please. But I did have my resources ready. I just want to state that. It's not like I just said, do everything, right? I was prepared. No, you were amazing. You had everything in a Google Drive folder and you were like, hey, use this. And I didn't really, I hardly had to talk to Christine to figure out what she needed. It was like literally, I think, two conversations. Yeah, and it was we just were, I yeah. needed, my brain isn't working in a very analytical way sometimes, or it takes me a lot of brain power. And Seema's just was like, doo -doo 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 -doo. okay, <laughs> so it makes sense. Now you were super, super, uh, well, you shared a lot of goodness with us here already, but you also have an amazing freebie for us, um, which is hosted on Teachable, which I guess is where you have your, uh, all your courses hosted. So yeah. and basically if you go, I'm not going to say, well, I can say the whole URL, but you also have it linked in the show notes. So for that, you need to come to my website, christinemintsbusiness.com forward slash blog. You will find the episode there and then you will have the link on the blog so you can just click on it. But if you want to do it straight away, it would be learn with Seema. So Seema, S-E-E-M-A dot teachable.com forward slash P forward slash success hyphen with hyphen Seema hyphen masterclass hyphen series. And what would people get when they surf there? Perfect. So 
Last year, I did this incredible series of masterclasses where I covered a hundred of my best hacks on how to create and teach an online course. And I had people who, trust me, have bought every single online course in the world on teaching and creating an online course. And they were like, we've never heard this stuff before. And so what you're getting is the first masterclass, which has 11 incredible hacks in there. And you're getting that completely free. <gasps> Goodness in a box. I love it so much. So people head over there. If you want to get in touch with Seema and stalk her, lov- her lovingly, just as I do, we've been stalking each other for years now, you will True. find her <laughs> with the handle content by Seema. So you will be able to find her there pretty much everywhere um, on Instagram, Facebook, and probably other platforms as well. So please do go ahead and follow her. And honestly, do the smart thing. If you know this is not your zone of genius, but you have something bubbling inside of you, you have the resources, you have the time, you have the space, then please do reach out. I always tell everyone to work with someone who you know is better at doing the thing than you are on your own. It will save you time. It will save you money in the end. I can guarantee it. So check her out. Reach out. Let her know that you heard about her on the podcast. And and, um, I'm absolutely excited to hear and see your new course. So let me know once it's done. I'd love to have a look and promote it for you as well, if I can. So thank you, Seema, so much for being here today. It has been wonderful and so much knowledge and goodness. So thank you so, so much. Thanks, Christine. It has been amazing. I had so much fun and this was incredible. (laughs) Amazing. All right. And all of you guys, I'll talk to you in two weeks. Talk to you soon. Bye. Don't forget to join us on our social media platforms. You can find me on Facebook. You can find me on Instagram, on Pinterest, on Twitter, on LinkedIn, and pretty much every other social media platform that's out there, except for TikTok. I'm too old for that. So feel free to look for me. If you type in Christine Hansen, you'll be sure to find me. Also, if you have any questions, you can use my private email address, christine at christinemincebusiness.com to shoot me any questions. And also, I would be really, 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 really happy if you gave us a five-star review on Spotify or on Apple or wherever you're listening to us. Thank you and talk to you soon.